Hey, America, start listening now. How's everyone doing? We're back in our uh, respective 12 points from America bunkers uh, for logistical reasons. And uh, we're beginning our junior Eurovision previews. One of the best Eurovisions of the year for sure. Uh, And big surprise this year. Sam is going to just let it all loose. She's going to tell us exactly how she feels about these kids. Oh, you know what really grinds my gears? You know what really pisses me off? Oh, it's so good to finally get that off my chest. Oh, uh, uh, we got all that, right? Yep. yep. Every word. Every yeah, you're incredibly right. Those kids profane stink. word. And welcome to another gear grinding episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, where freedom of speech costs $8. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. Uh, uh, this place sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to come, I'm like, I'm really struggling to come up with like, oh, here's a funny thing to say about America, because I think about it and I just get depressed. For the record, we're recording this right before election day, so I don't know if that's going to improve or decrease our our mood. So, uh, 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 yay! But hey, Junior Eurovision. Yes, it's time. Yeah, it's about that time. Yeah. First things first. I'm going to get this out of the way. Uh, if you don't check out, like, if you like this show, if you love Eurovision, but you don't check out Junior Eurovision, I am begging you to reconsider. This it year is, is uh is gonna be different. Yeah. Yeah, it is such a delightful time. It is such uh it is just so much fun. And it's so much like Eurovision. Like I, I there seems to be a pretty large section of Eurovision fans who just absolutely do not care about Junior, and it makes no sense to me. I think for a lot of people, the image of entertainment where the act that is providing the entertainment is a child. A lot of people do find that sketch. I get it. I understand. However, there's really no sense of that sort of toddlers and tiaras vibe that a lot of people, I think, fear. Uh, oh, I, no, I, not at all. Not at all. It's honestly these kids, and I've been I've been working behind the scenes at Junior. This will be my fourth on site coming up. The kids are excited to be there. They're making friends. It feels more like like a if anybody's been to like a summer pro like a summer camp kind of deal. There's a, you know, there is a lot of hard work behind it, but these kids are doing this because they love it, not because there's some stage parent behind the scenes pulling, you know, marionette strings. It's organic. It's a lot of fun. And frankly, what else are you watching this time of year? Festival Kungus isn't going to happen yet. Yeah. So, but like our, our listener numbers dip during junior and it's crazy to me. Like, please just keep listening. We're still very funny. So uh, speaking of which, Sam hit him with the the socials, especially the ones that are still going to be here in two weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, one two points USA is the easiest way to find us on Facebook, and you know that other one. Uh, we're still figuring out what the heck we're going to do, but for now, we're still on the other one. Uh, you can also just email us directly at one uh, twelve points from America at gmail dot com. We'd be happy to hear you there. Uh, you could find us on Instagram as well, YouTube. We've got a channel there with some with some fun content. Uh, and if you'd like to support our website and our podcast any way you can, you could check out our Patreon for some cool, innovative content that we are putting out exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. Uh, again, if you don't subscribe to Patreon, we're not going anywhere. It just, you know, you're helping us make our podcast just a little bit better. 
And we just love you that much more. Lord knows we need it. Anyway, Junior. 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 The littlest Eurovision there is. I know. It's it's the 20th running of Junior Eurovision. Like, Junior Eurovision can vote. They can drive. In America, they can almost buy alcohol. But But it can't compete in itself. We've gone meta. (laughs) (laughs) Junior Eurovision can no longer compete in Junior Eurovision. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, We have a little bit of information that the opening ceremony for Junior Eurovision will actually be the traditional lighting of the Christmas lights in Yerevan, which is normally not until a little bit later, but they're like moving it ahead schedule for for Junior, which I think is a very sweet touch and kind of continuing on that sort of holiday season vibe that uh, that the Parisian event last year kind of gave us, which I think is a very sweet touch, kind of adding to the, the magic of the event. And the joy for the kids. So that's that's really sweet. But yeah, as of recording, we're still waiting on hosting information uh, and, and all of that. But it's it's all coming together. I'm still excited. So how I'm not. what Just is the thing that the, it's spin the magic? Is that what yeah. it is? Spin the magic? Spin the magic, yeah. So the the sort of motif that's being played on is the idea of a spinning top, which is sort of a universal toy that kids all over the world have played with like every country and every culture seems to have their own version of it. So Armenia is using the top as sort of the little motif. And let me tell you, whenever it appears at the beginning of these music videos, I always think it's like a spaceship. And then I'm like, oh, right, it's a top again. I mean, I I guess if you made one big enough and attached some rockets to it, but I I don't have the budget for that. So yeah, find us on Patreon. You could help us create a rocket top that we can fly to Armenia. I I I I also need to talk about the beginning of the music videos uh, really quickly yes. mm-hmm. because uh, and I'm going to ruin this for untold numbers of people. I here. can't wait. What is? Oh it? dear. Musically, the first six notes of the little jingle oh, God. that plays at the start. I see where this is going. Are the first six notes of the Halloween theme? Oh God. Do 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 do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's play. We'll play a quick, quick, quick clip here. And if this doesn't sell you on Junior, I don't know what does. Yeah. So tune into Junior Eurovision to find out who survives. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Jamie Lee oh. Curtis in Junior Eurovision. I would watch the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. What has more iterations now? Halloween movies or Junior Eurovisions? Oh, I don't think there's been 20 Halloween movies. Also, Halloween Ends was bad. Okay. So are you saying Halloween Ends was not the end? I it it had it had a conclusive story arc. Not to get us off topic, but they just need to like quarantine Haddonfield at this moment, don't they? Like that like it should just be like swallowed up by the earth. Yeah, probably. Okay. No, so, I mean it's it's, have... just, it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> But you know what's good? Junior Eurovision. There we yeah, go. But listen, Halloween ends. Uh, uh. Anyway, so what we are doing, we have 16 songs at this year's competition. So we will do six in this episode. We'll do six in our next episode. And the remaining four will be in our final episode as long uh, as well as a, uh, a wrap up as well. And every the three of you will pick your favorites. I, as you know, as we've mentioned before, I kind of have to remain neutral and silent for you know reasons that I've talked about on the show, but if you haven't heard, uh, I'm actually part of the editorial team for the official 
Junior Eurovision website. So I I have to stay neutral. Maybe after the show, ever after everything's wrapped up, maybe I'll let you in on my personal opinions, like I did for the big show this year. But for now, I am simply here as a factual resource as a Eurovision and junior Eurovision almanac and as the big ass nerd that I, I just have always branded myself as. So today we will uh, be listening to, and you will be discussing North Macedonia, Albania, the Netherlands, Kazakhstan, Malta, and Serbia. Shall we get started with North Macedonia? Yeah. I suppose. All right. So we have Lara featuring Jovan and Irina. Jivotote Predmene. Life is ahead of me. All right, so that is Lara featuring Jovan and Arena. Jivotote Premene, Life is Ahead of Me. Uh, so it was originally announced that Lara Terpcheska and Irina Davidovska would be a duo, but it looks like as the song kind of progressed and went through its iterations behind the scenes, it shifted to Lara in the lead and Arena having more of a backing role, and Jovan has popped up uh, as a featured vocalist and rapper. Uh, the songwriting team includes Darko Dimitrov, who among Eurovision fans might be familiar as the co-writer of songs like Lost and Found, Breathe, Kruna, Proud, and Loco Loco. So he's he's got a pedigree at the big show. I think he's done a, a junior song in the past before, but the big show is what he's really known for. Uh, looking back at North Macedonia's history, their best results at junior were fifth place finishes in 2007 and 2008, as well as a sixth place finish in 2019, if you remember Mila Moskov's Fire. Uh, oh, and yeah. yeah. And their song last year was Green Forces by the cast of Daite Musica, which came in ninth place. So what do you think about Chivotot et Predmene? Eric, what do you think about these three? Oh, we're starting with me, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, well first of all, I was watching this uh, with Liz, and um, the, the the big highlight for her, uh, uh, and I tend to agree, was the very cute dog uh, that appears in the first oh, no. half of the, of the video or so. Um, it looked very, very adorable. Uh, the thing is, is that the dog goes away about halfway through, um, and so does the quality of the song. <laughs> Oh, um, all right. It it okay. Look, look. It 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 starts out. It starts out pretty darn well. I think. Uh -huh. I am shocked that anyone saw Ike and Kaya last year and were like, "That we're gonna do that." Uh, I don't like the rap break in this. It feels really, really unnecessary. Uh, my only, my other big thought on this is is uh, I, the lyrics in English, uh, in the in the middle of the song are also very odd to me um just being like yes i'm saving I, i've got my whole life ahead of me i'm saving love for later and it's like yeah you're 12 so <laughs> like, like it just doesn't have a ton of uh weight i don't know i had that same thought it's like yeah imagine like before sunset but it's just middle schoolers you know 
<laughs> Eric, I have to disagree, though, about your assessment of the quality. I actually, starting out the song is where I was like, oh, okay, I don't know if how I feel about this. But then it, uh, much like Lost and Found by IQ, decides to become two other songs at different points during the song. And those songs are a little bit better. I have no problem with this rap break. Um, at first, I wasn't really like paying attention to a lot of the music videos. And I watched this one second. And this one got me paying attention more to them. Just because, like, I don't know. I, I took one look and I was like, ah, oh, glad to see you know, the elementary school version of Clueless coming to Fox this fall. Like, the, the, the visuals are a little out there. Everyone's, like, super trendy. I have no problem with the English lyrics in this one, actually. I didn't I didn't think they were awkward. They didn't sound, like, weirdly translated, like we've talked about a couple of, uh, we've talked about a couple of these Junior Eurovision songs especially having. I don't hate this, actually. It does, however, and I think we're going to see this uh, when we examine the other songs, uh, it does seem to um, be the exception to the trend that I predicted that we were going for more adult-sounding songs. This definitely sounds like a Junior Eurovision appropriate entry. It has that bounciness, the, the, the youthfulness, um, without really sort of having a, a challenging vibe or something. I would, I would call this one harmless. I don't hate it. All right, Derek, what say you? Uh, first of all, I want to point out that the the singers involved with this year are younger than the last time they came fifth. Oh, God. <laughs> as soon as you said the best result was 2007, I'm like, these kids were not around when that happened. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're old. I'm old. This sucks. Let's end this. Anyway, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a diss on you guys. I was just like, wow, this... Contest has been around for a while. So much so that these kids probably wouldn't have seen it. Um, I think, I mean, I can't really add much more than everyone said. It it feels very pulled in several different directions. And the different stylistic choices I don't think mesh particularly well. I'm a little thrown when it transitions each time, uh, which feels a little clumsy. Yeah, I don't think the message really works for this age group. When I like maybe if she was like eighteen or nineteen, this is like I'd a song like, yeah, for like okay. sixteen or eighteen year olds rather yep. than yeah, than not, not to somebody in their twenties, but like late teens yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. All right, look yeah. now in Halloween ends. There's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's working at the doctor's office. Yeah, can we that's all. stop talking about Halloween ends? Like <laughs> that's it. No, that's I'm all good. Right. All right, good. but is, also right? who, who what is what that? happened to the dog? Where's the dog? Like the dog was there and then the rap break started and then the dog like noped out. And I don't blame him, but also where is the dog? You know what? Puppies got places to be. No, they puppies, don't. Pu yeah, puppies got places to be. Like where? I don't know. Vet appointment. At the theater seeing the hit new movie Halloween ends. Oh god. <laughs> Why are we friends? No, anyway, no. any other thoughts on this song before we roll on to the next? Not glad really. This is a, it's here, easy. They're not going to be the senior. Very true. Yeah. Very, very true. That's a good point. Yeah. I did have that thought when I saw it. It's easy to digest. Um, every Eurovision needs a song like this. I don't think it's going to do terribly, but. Middle of the table, probably. Yeah. All right. Shall we move on to Albania then? Yes, we can. 
All right. Next up on our list is Caitlin Gata's Pacas Diel, A Bit of Sunlight. Let's let's hear a clip. Okay, so that is Caitlin Gatta from Albania with the song Pakis Diel, A Bit of Sunlight. She was the winner of Junior Fest 2022, which was uh, selected by a panel that included Casey Tola, who represented Albania at the big show in 2009, as well as Efijika and Ana Jabrea, who both sang for Albania at Junior Eurovision in 2018 and last year, respectively. Uh, Caitlin is 11 years old. She's from the coastal city of Dures. And looking into Albania's history at Junior Eurovision, it looks like their best result was back in 2015 with Michelle Rapo's Dambaye and their song last year, like I said, Ana Jabrea, the song Stand By You, which came in 14th place. So what do you think of this ballad, Pakistiel? I'm, I'm going to start this one. And I'm just going to ask, this is purely a technical question. I don't mean to cast aspersions on a tiny little child, but... Are those high notes really pitchy sounding to you guys too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a little pitchy. Yep. And I will also complain, and this is not her specifically, but just my thing for songs in general. Where is, you, you know, if you're going to do a, a, a low tempo ballad or something like this, um, you're like, you know, you're looking, you're operating on a certain kind of aesthetic standard here. Why is it not being elevated by a regional or national flair? This song, unfortunately, feels like it could come from anywhere. It is a little, little generic, a little unflavored. So, you know, where's the pull there? She's a fine singer when she's not hitting those pitchy high notes, but it's just like, where is the, where's the North Magnet to bring in my South Magnet? Especially for a country like Albania. Yeah, the, 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 Albania sent us a very Albanian song at the big contest this last year. Tends and then, to bring the flavor, as it were. Yeah. And this this doesn't have it. But no, Danny, I mean, your first point was going to be my first point as well. Yeah. Uh, this is a studio version of a song. And I'm I am baffled at... We're pitchy. We're pitchy on the That it seems like... It's weird. I also don't want to just be dismissive or harsh because this is a you know this is a kid the the majority of the notes are sung tremendously yeah it's, it's a it nice it's a pretty song up. but i don't understand you have you can have basically any number of takes for uh for this song you know for the studio version and if this was the best one it concerns me yeah was the guy you know? at the dials and the switchers just sort of falling asleep was he nodding off here like, I don't know, is, is there something, it's not like we can chalk this up to a sort of, you know, white singing that Ukraine and Poland have handed us before. It's not like, it's it's not about the quality, it's about the pitch. It's about where the pitch hits. But white singing is a very distinct mm -hmm. style, I think. That's like, what I mean, we can't chalk this up not... to a kind of traditional Albanian style of very flat yeah. high F, you know? <laughs> you can't sing super pitchy and be like, no, 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 I was white singing. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's, been, that's been my excuse at karaoke for years. 
Ah, yes, yes. Oh, can't you see? The reason why Baby Got Back is so bad is because this is white singing. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I mean, just listening to it, this is exactly the song I would have expected from any country at Junior Eurovision, which I think is kind of sad because it doesn't stand out on its own. No, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, just as soon as it started, I'm like, oh, it, it, Albania is going to do that that song this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the it's spinner just landed on Albania. <laughs> it just, I mean, like someone always sort of falls into that sort of emotional ballad sort of song that doesn't really, like, if I played it for you and I asked you which country is this, you'd be like, I don't know. Um, which, I mean, it's unfortunate. Like you said, I for some reason I don't know what it is. Every time I hear this, I think of Christmas, which might be appropriate. It's becoming sort of a Christmas contest almost. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say about this one. It's, I think she's fine. The pitchiness is a concern. I remember thinking to myself, we're really gonna have to wait and see how this sounds live. Cause this isn't going to drum up any anticipation by itself, mm-hmm. which is, which is kind of sad. Cause you want to get your best foot out there, but I, I mean, mean, we'll see. Maybe she'll pull it together. She's got some time. Is that my signal to introduce the next song then? Please do. Yes. All and, right. Oh boy, what a so- what a song. All right, so we hop over to the Netherlands now with La Festa by Luna. Let's hear a clip. La Festa ya cayó. All right, that is La Festa by Luna from the Netherlands. She's 12 years old and the winner of the Junior Song Festival 2022 with top marks from a public vote, a kids jury, which included Ayana from last year, as well as two other national final acts from last year, as well as an adult jury. Uh, The song was written by Robert Dorn, who also wrote uh, the Dutch Junior Song Around back in 2014, as well as perennial 12 Points from America favorite Best Friends in 2020. Best friends. Yeah. So the Netherlands is the only country to have taken part in every single edition of the contest. Uh, Their Mm -hmm. best placement was their win in 2009 with Ralph Machenbach's Click Clack, and then their silver two years later with the song Teenager. Uh, And their song last year, Matasuane, sadly was the first time that the Netherlands came in last place. Will Luna be able to turn their fortunes around? What do you three think? Yes. Yes. I have no problem. Yeah. Okay. Next song. All right. Well, let's use, you know, knock them out. Uh, I, I have three things to say here. I have three uh, little phrases with question marks. They are in order. Oompa core. Like, is that the genre we're going for here? Then Cypress light. And lastly, absolute hedonism in this Chuck E. Cheese tonight. Like this really is, is this they they really are going for like a weird eclectic party like banger light jam for just like the the most insane fun that an 11 year old can have at a birthday party like that's it's la festa man it's la festa i we're just dunking in some little some little spanish phrases to jazz up the lyrics this is this Italian. is all over Italian. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, it, it, it's so. Oh my God, it's all over the place. 
they just they were they just loaded every single cool fun thing into a shotgun and just sprayed the pellets all over the crowd. <laughs> like what what happened? Like you watch you watch the video, you listen to the song, you're like, what happened? The song is nuts. I think it was definitely an improvement over last year. I think the thing that I noticed the most watching the video is how what's the word here? Disciplined she seems to be. She seems to be very much in control of her movement and her expression. Uh, she seems like she's been doing this for a while. She seems very coordinated. She's got that precision. Kind of I'll agree. Which really stood out to me. I think that'll help. It'll, it also feels a little forced, a little, a little too much in control. And it, I wish she was, it made it look like she's not really having fun so much as she's acting like she's having fun. And I think this is a song that you really need to sell the fun on. Because I think it is, I think, a lot of fun. I I enjoyed listening to it a lot. I think this could do well. Um, but yeah, she's an interesting one. Eric? It's really a lot of fun, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I also I, have what on earth, like, double underlined. <laughs> No, I mean, it's uh, it feels like they really understood the assignment, and they're they're really, uh, I don't know, the the Dutch entries since we've been doing this have have really consistently been uh, really fun. I, I, last year's fell a bit short, uh, but best friends we as we discussed was great, and and uh, dance with you, dance mit jou. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the year before that was so good and this feels much more in that that camp it's just kids having fun and being on a you know getting on a eurovision stage and getting to to do that and it's really fun i think this is going to do very well at at the time of recording we haven't heard all the songs so i have a hard time predicting like oh yeah this could win but i i think that's a possibility uh depending on what the rest of the field ends up looking like Got to check. Does anyone know what the most watched video is so far? I see the videos up there, but like I don't even think those are really fair. Because, yeah, at this point, a know. lot of those videos have literally just been released at time of recording yeah. within the last few hours, so it's not quite accurate yet. I think by the time that we record our third preview show, we'll kind of have a bit of a uh, a more even keeled kind of guess of how how those numbers are really shaping up. Okay, I wasn't sure if one is just like. Because I'm looking like, okay, 25,000, 50,000, and there's one that's like 1.2 million in three days. Well, well, I guess we'll see what happens when Armenia drops their song. <laughs> that's true. Yep. Anything else from, from you three before we roll on to the next song? or Just a really solid entry, I think. I think if they... And they've demonstrated they can pull off the staging really well. I think even last year's song, the staging was nice. The song was kind of generic. Mm-hmm. I think this one not terribly worried about really yeah the fact that the netherlands is one of a handful of countries that does a full-on national final including the song not just you know picking the artist it's almost like they've gone through the process before so it's not like this is all new to them so i'm I'm going to be interested to see how much of the national final staging ends up going to uh ends up going to yerevan gotcha and it's because you hate it right sam nope because you love it. She doesn't I'm, hate it? That's nope. right. We got an opinion out of Sam, finally. Nope. Nope. Let's just nope. do it this I, way. Hi, I'm Sam, and I think this song is garbage. That's wow, convincing. Sam. 
Oh, I didn't hey. think you uh, would be so mean to the kids. Yeah. Man. Also, you have a cold. Sounds like. Thank you. <laughs> I, I can't imagine they'll change oh. the staging up much. I don't think they need to, honestly. No. I don't, yeah. Neither do I. Uh, big, uh, big plums on the on the music video, though, for being like, hey, you know what's the best part of this music video? The fact that she won. Like it's footage of her winning. Like isn't that that's a bit much? Getting them used to it now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on because the next one is actually. I think is just kind of fun. All right. I like we, the next one. All right. Yep. Well, spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, yeah, we move on to Kazakhstan. David Charlin with Jerana, Mother Earth. Let's hear a clip. All right, that is Jerana, Mother Earth from Kazakhstan's David Charlin. Uh, he was a participant in the festival Bakutibala 2022. Uh, so it's sort of an international music festival that happens to take place in Kazakhstan. Most of the acts are Kazakh, but there was actually an international component. Uh, he actually faced off against Spain's 2019 representative, Melanie Garcia, if you remember her from Marte. Uh, David is from Almaty. He's been a participant in other local music festivals. The song was written by Kamit Changaliev, who also wrote Forever and Armanyan Kalma, both of which uh, came in second place, which at this point is still Kazakhstan's high watermark. Their song last year, Alinor Kamzin and Beknor uh, Janibekuli's Ertege Alemi, uh, Fairy World, came in eighth place. So oh, that's right, Fairy yeah. World. Yeah, Alinor and Beknor. Anyway, how do we think David will do this year? Orb. It's only a good point. Orb. Good point. It's our big orb. If Duncan could take the orb to number one, this kid can take the orb to number one. Actually, that's, I don't know. The, the, the song kind of does go hard, though. I think it, uh, I, I, I like. I, <laughs> I, this song kind of slaps. It has a different feel to a lot of what I can expect we're going to see at the contest. Uh, it's a little bit, a little harder. Um, I like a music video that's just a bunch of 3D printed stuff, just forming. It's great. Love the Alex Mack special effects. Um, that reference, though, wow. oh, my childhood. <laughs> what the... What to what to say about it? He's a he's a good singer. He's one of our only solo male voices. Uh, this song, uh, I don't know how well it's going to do. People are going to remember it, and it's gonna stand out just by virtue of him being good. The song having a different vibe, and him being a boy. We actually, you know, to be fair, we actually are going to have quite a few male soloists this year, more than the past, because oh, France oh. sending a male soloist, Kazakhstan. Uh, Portugal will be sending a male soloist. Yeah, and but Spain France well. isn't sending a male soloist who's gonna not be jumping around talking about his toys. I don't know. I just <laughs> I feel like France has had a had a thing for the past three years that they're not gonna forsake. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just just putting it out there that he's not going to be the only male soloist here. Mm-hmm. 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 Derek, how do you feel about Orb? I was a little bit worried about this one when it was like the Mother Earth thing. I was like, oh boy, here we go again. But I think the one really works. I don't think it's as good as some of the other Save the Earth songs we've had in the past. What? Spain being one of them. Uh, all right. Well, 
I was on the other end. I was like, as far as songs about, you know, respecting the earth and stopping, you know, pollution, getting down to trouble. Like, I, this one is really, it transcends being just tolerable. I think it's good. Oh, I think it's actually good. I, I'm not saying it's bad by any stretch. I, I think Kazakhstan has demonstrated they send quality. They take this very, very seriously. God, they sure do. They get really good artists. They get really good songwriters. Um, their stagings are tend to be really well done. Um, last year was kind of a surprise that they came eighth after coming second twice in a row. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I don't know if this is the kind of song that is going to put them back up near the top again. But I don't think they're they're not sloughing it, certainly. Much like the Netherlands, I think that this is a return to to prior success, prior mm -hmm. form. Um, the Kazakh delegation has sent a, a couple of kids with just these big booming songs that they sing the bejesus out of uh, on on stage. And this feels like another vehicle for doing exactly that. It's a formula that works for them. I think they feel probably correctly that eventually it will bring them a win. I don't know if this is it or not, but uh, you can just tell this kid is going to destroy this song on on stage. It, it, it the the good kind of destroy. Okay, okay. I like in Halloween ends when, uh, oh, when for like, crap's sake. Uh, <laughs> go on, go on. It was a car crusher. Anyway, uh, the. Yeah, he's he's gonna sing the crap out of this. You know, it's it's it was a little odd to me that that he doesn't. From what I remember, he doesn't lip sync at all in the video. He's just kind of standing there and reacting to the three yeah. D printing, and and like, uh, <laughs> it's I mean, so. I guess you? that wouldn't you? Uh, I suppose. So but you like, haven't I, seen I, if he has like legitimately like compelling stage presence right if if i have one concern about this is is like i don't think they would pick someone who can't sing this live i really mm -hmm. really really don't but if he's just very boring or drab um the kid that finished second uh it would have been 2019 19 yershan yershan uh, that that I really hadn't considered as a as a big contender, and then he got on there and sang, uh, and this tiny little kid had the most unreal high register yeah, and voice. That's that kid. Uh, oh yeah, like yeah, where he where he hit that all by myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was our yeah, yeah that, was, that uh, was like this. This could very well be like that. Uh, I, I think is is where I'm at with it. So I I I can understand Kazakhstan going this route again for sure. You know how some movies are like Oscar bait? Yeah. Like, like yeah. It's, it's, it's scunning for that. It's the save the planet. You know, past which, which, years, which we doesn't, all need to save the planet song. Yeah. It, it, that doesn't mean it can't be good. It just feels like, okay, yeah, obviously this is what you're doing. Cool. You're saying Kazakhstan is the Miramax of junior Eurovision. No. <laughs> New Line Pictures. Is New Line? <laughs> yes. New Line Cinema work. presents Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan. <laughs> in theaters this December. <laughs> All right. You know what's is... not going to be in theaters in this come December? Is it Halloween ends? No, it was the next song, Sam. Uh, thank God. Anyway, yes, the next song. <laughs> 
We move you. over to Malta. Gaia Gambutsa's Diamonds in the Skies. Let's hear a clip. All right, so that is Guy Gambusa from Malta with Diamonds in the Sky. She's the winner of the Malta Junior Eurovision Song Contest 2022, quite possibly the least imaginatively titled uh, of the national finals, but eh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, she beat 15 other songs to claim the title. She's 13 years old, has stage and competition experience in Malta and Italy, where she also has citizenship. Uh, and it looks like this is her first time at MJESC. Uh, sometimes you see a lot of the same acts trying to break through, but she did it, you know, first time out. Uh, Malta has won Junior Eurovision twice before in 2013 with the start by Gaia Kauchi and 2015, Not My Soul by Destiny, who we all know and love. Uh, last year, their song My Home by Ike and Kaya came in 12th <laughs> place. So your thoughts on Diamonds in the Skies? I will say this. If you would have given me two guesses as to what country sent this, I would have gotten it. No question. Like this is, this is Malta. Malta is sending this. Malta is going to send the vaporwave adjacent uh, Stranger Things in-universe pop hit. I do have two quibbles. One, you don't play Space Invaders on a Super Nintendo. That's dumb. Number first, two. Mm, what? First off. Eric? First off. Yes. It's, yes Eric? it's an NES. He's playing, in it. and an, honestly, an this was SNES. on my notes as well. It's a, it's it's a an rounded NES. controller. It, what? It's a rounded controller. It's no, it's not. It's an NES what? controller. Okay. Anyway, Space Invaders fight, is for fight, the Atari. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> Listen, yeah, those are Atari graphics. He's playing an NES. Zero out of ten. <laughs> and also, and also, where's is... the dog? <laughs> playing NES. Just out of frame. You told me this is like gonna you're gonna instill so many mondegreens in people. This is diamonds in disguise. Is that's definitely how she she talks about it. It's diamonds and they have ski masks on. That's what this song's about. I, I I'll say this: this song is pretty solid. Um, why don't I love it? Um, it seems like it's missing something. It's missing something. I don't know something that you know all great hits have that little bit of magic. I don't know if it's there. What is it? I'm baffled. I'm baffled because I'm like this song is so close to being really good. What is it? Both you guys. What is it? I might know what it is. Okay. Uh, what is it? So I got to say, for like the first minute of this video, I was like, I am a hundred percent in on whatever this is. Yes. This is this looks insane, and I love. We got it. lightning bolts. Um, we got yeah. You know, yeah, reject characters from Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Saying it again. That first minute, though, is is also. This is going to sound meaner than I intend for it to be, mm -hmm. but it's also the minute before the vocals start. And and here's the thing: there's nothing wrong with the there's nothing wrong with the vocals themselves. It's just that the vocal line itself is shockingly unambitious. Uh, there's there there are there are no vocal acrobatics or, or anything, but like there, there, there's no range it, it vocally. It's just a bit deadpan. I think uh, I have not seen the national final performance uh, and I'm very curious to uh, because that would, that's what was missing from it for me is that is just that 
as a song that is sung with vocals. <laughs> yes. From the human voice. Yes, a song that is accomplished by pushing air through the human larynx. Yeah. It does so little. Okay. Uh, vo- vo- vocally. Like, the sound is super cool. The vibes are super cool. Thank God the vocals the are super... Eh, just... Eh. They're executed fine, but eh, but that's because there are, like, four different notes that she has to hit throughout the thing. Sam, I, I, quick question. Is there a potential for any of these songs getting slight revamps like we sometimes see during the ESC contest? Yeah, I mean, probably little tweaks here and there. I... I don't know what has been submitted to the EBU in terms of, you know, uh, in terms of backing, backing tracks and things like that. But I, I suppose it's not out of the question that there could be some tweaks. I'm kind of with you, Eric. If the melodic line of both verse and chorus were tweaked just a little bit, do you think that could like be the difference? It should be noted that I have seen situations where, and it's generally been more with male artists where if a singer is noticing that their voice is changing during the, uh, during the span, that a vocal line from the singer can change and, and be adapted in such a way that, that works with the, with the backing track that they already have. So that I've seen before. I mean, I'll just jump in and say the Stranger Things thing influence here is so obvious. The fact that they make her look like Millie Bobby Brown so much. <laughs> It's uncanny. I thought it was her like, for a moment. The eighties-ness is re- like they are dressed like it is nineteen eighty-four. Like it is that's that's George obviously Orwell. the vibe that they are going for, especially with the the synth wave, especially with the the vaporwave adjacent feel of the yeah. song. I think that's perfectly fine. I, it just strikes me as really weird that like we're targeting children here, and hey, here's something that your parents listen to. Back in the 80s. Well, it should be noted that... watch Stranger Things. Yeah, that is one, true, yes. there's that. And two, it should be noted that the Portuguese song that at time of recording we have not heard yet, but will be out imminently, uh, the title translates to The 70s. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that the title translates to things that are more strange. <laughs> that would be great. No, but just so you know, so I mean, retro happens. Like I remember being a kid and loving stuff from the '60s, which is you know, 20 years before I was born. But it's one thing to say I like we saw this in, at the contest in 2019, but to say that we really like the '80s, we like that '80s aesthetic. We're going to try and capture that versus we're copying Stranger Things. Yeah, it's kind of think, overt here, and I don't think that's the right tack to go for. If you want to do an '80s theme, like okay, that's fine, but it feels almost too deliberately one thing mm. and i it it just it loses something there because it it feels sort of derivative at that point i see but I, I do do you, do you like the song derek i think it's all right yeah. i don't I, yeah like you said at the beginning it it's not doing anything special at the moment and i was trying to think like okay when she's singing this live where can she push the boundaries a bit where can she like go for bigger notes or really show off her vocal range and do that stuff. And I'm like, this song just doesn't really give her a lot of opportunity. At least I don't think maybe I've seen them pull it out in other songs where I was like, Oh, I didn't expect them to do that. Truth comes to mind when he holds Mm. that really long note live. Uh, Yes. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't have pictured that. So I mean, there's there's places for it, but I'm just as is in in studio. It's like okay, this is fine. All right, well, I'll be on the lookout for it because, like I said, it's close to being really good. Yes. Well, I watched the national final performance just now. Yes. I am more concerned than ever. Oh no! All right, let's move along then. Quick, we got to get out of Malta. Well, uh, let's Maybe hop over I should to... just travel on my big lightning bolt that strikes the TV tower. Well, I was going to say the giant top that we put rockets on. Oh, ah, that's so right. the tune of the Halloween There we go. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if, like, the, the top spaceship just comes down at the end of Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and then it starts playing the Halloween theme song? Yeah. Anyway, let's hop over to Serbia for our last song of the episode. Uh, that is Katarina Savic with Svet bez granica, or World Without Borders. Let's hear a clip. All right, that is Serbia's Svet bez granica, World Without Borders, by Katarina Savic, a Savic, Savic, S-A-V-I-C with a tick over the top of the C. I think it's Savic. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a 13-year-old singer, ballet dancer, and trombonist selected following an open call for song submissions. Uh, she was an internal selection. Serbia's best junior Eurovision placements are two third-place finishes in twenty, sorry, in 2007 and 2010. Uh, their song last year, Ochi de Teta, by Giovanna and Dunia, came in 13th place. So, your thoughts on the world without borders? Well, I mean, new trombone champ track just dropped. Mm -hmm. I was wondering what the over-under was of how quickly you were going to mention that. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh. It was obviously going to be the very <laughs> first joke. Well, oh, I, I, know you well. I know you well, yes. <laughs> Immediately, because... She sings the song really well, and then all of a sudden, get a little trombone solo. And it sounds nice. It sounds different. And also, this song, this song is a country where I can, I can hear the sort of the ethnic flavor that I really like seeing in a, in a nation's entry. It's there. It's not overpowering, because, I mean, now there's trombone. And, you know, what country do you think of when you think of trombone? It's probably not Serbia, but it's gonna be Serbia from this moment forward. I'm now trying to think about what countries I think about when I think about trombones. Spain. <laughs> Milwaukee. <laughs> the country of Milwaukee. Independent Republic, yeah, the most yes, serene republic of Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, God, there's a trombone solo. Sam, is there any chance Yeah, she's gonna get to play it live? Well, I mean, it, it again. Live instrumentals are not done. She may, she might show up with the trombone on the on the night. But we know that this is something that they like put in her biography, that they put in her photos. So it's it's possible that we may we may have the trombone, the the big dude on stage. It's <laughs> we might get some big dudes. She needs a bejeweled trombone. Ooh. I mean, if she's just doing the motions, it's going to yeah. look really weird if she just stands there while the trombone solo plays behind her. I'm intrigued. Trombone solo. Trombone <laughs> solo. That's that's my that's my review. <laughs> Trombone solo. 
not since ska was a thing did I ever think I would hear a song with a trombone solo. When when's the last time we said we had trombones at Eurovision, Sam? I mean, I think we've talked about this before. I mean, Blasim Alfion, you know, there was that. Oh, uh, I mean, how uh, embers? Those were not. Those were nah. not trombones. They were they were they were significant dudes, but. Mm -hmm. There's only so many interval acts that can incorporate Old Grey Mare, too. So, It ain't what, what it used to do? be. Derek, uh. is this song just that blah to you? Yes. Yeah? It's, uh... I mean, everything about it just kind of says fine to mm -hmm. me. And she does kind of go a little big at the end, which is nice, but... It's, it's missing that thing again. It's missing that magic. And maybe we'll see it live. I haven't seen any live versions of this, just the music video, which if we're comparing it to movies, this one's Dawn of the Dead. Um, <laughs> no one's there and she's in a mall. She's in a mall running around. It's the only place they allowed her to play trombone in public. Oh. She's like, I, I can't really say there's anything wrong with it necessarily, but there's nothing here I'm really excited about. Yeah. And I've listened to this a few times yesterday, today, and I'm just like, yep, that, okay. And that really worries me because I think the Netherlands song from last year was also fine. And no one cared. Ain't that just the way when it comes to both this contest contest and the big one? Like, that's just how it be sometimes. You can't have an album that's all bangers. We can't all be Taylor Swift's Midnights. No, but it, it, it makes me really sad to think that a, like a legitimately bad song could somehow do better than a song that's just okay. Yeah. Well, again, well, we bring up embers. I'll, yeah, well, I'll note, I am young, but I know what to do, finished ahead of, like, three other songs. <laughs> yeah. Case in point. <sighs> the world is not fair. I don't even have, I have less than half the songs at this point. I'd say I'm, I'm kind of surprised overall. I, we haven't talked about one song. But there's not a lot that's like really just jumping out at me the way uh -huh. I mean Armenia. I feel like last year was a special case. Like that one yeah. really just came out of nowhere and really did something special. And I'm kind of hoping that somebody's going to do that again this year. Well, there are still more songs to come. Oh yeah. As I said before, our next episode we will feature six new Junior Eurovision tracks and four in the show after that, as well as a wrap up. But uh, let's do a quick little roundup of the three of you. What would you say was your top and bottom of this week? Again, we had North Macedonia, Albania, the Netherlands, Kazakhstan, Malta, and Serbia. I think we're all on the same page on the best one. Are we? Ooh, let's find out. I thought we were all going to be sort of on the same page on the bottom one. <laughs> Derek, you go? should start. Okay, top. Do um, want to stop at the top or the bottom? I'll start at the start at the bottom. Well, I need a second then. <laughs> no. <laughs> God, so many choices. Uh, I'm going to be real mean on this one. I'm going to say Malta. Okay. I I do like the backing track. I just don't think it's doing nearly enough. Unfortunately. Eric, your your bottom pick. Albania. There's just so many questions about the vocal. I think it's really odd to me that they released a song, a studio version of a song that has 
that sort of thing. Yeah, I, it, it's concerning. I am also with Albania. Um, it's a song that sort of, I don't know, like blatantly lacks more than it possesses. <laughs> Ouch. Putting it. Wow. Okay. Uh, and now let's flip the coin over and end this episode on a high note. What was everybody's favorite of this week? Derek, let's start with you. Um, easy choice. The Netherlands. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Netherlands for me too. Danny. Hot, hot take, North Macedonia. What? That's wow. Not... Yeah. But the dog, but the dog went away. Yeah, the dog went away. I don't know. We started we start at the top. I, I the Netherlands is close for me. Um, there's there's no doubting that the Netherlands is a good song and will probably do really, really well. And I also think that this song is going to do well. It might not win, but I, I think this song is not going to be forgotten quickly. I I like this. I like the rap break. I think they got the chemistry, man. They're going to do it. All of you. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that threatening note, we will wrap up for this week. Again, you at home listening, uh, wherever you are, we would love to hear from you. Uh, let us know what your opinions of these songs uh, were and what you hope to hear in the next couple of episodes. Uh, again, you can reach out to us on social media, 12 Points USA on you know, the standard social media spots, uh, as well as you can just email us just directly at 12pointsfromamerica at gmail.com. Find us on Patreon, uh, YouTube, Redbubble, if you want some of our random merch. We got stickers. Uh, anyway, we look forward to chatting with you uh, on our next episode, our next Junior Eurovision preview. But until that time, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And America, stop, stop resisting now. Yeah, could Danny, do you want to like present? And we da, can... da, 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 da. <laughs>